0: Let us worship God.
1: reading is Psalm 127 from the Swallow's Nest translation. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. God, source of all light, by your word you give light to the soul. Pour out upon us the spirit of wisdom and understanding that our hearts and minds may be open to your word this day. Amen. If God does not build the house, its builders labor for nothing. If God does not keep the city, its protectors guard it in vain. It is useless to rise up early and stay up late, eating the bread of anxious toil. God gives God's beloved peaceful sleep Children are a heritage from God. The fruit of the womb is God's reward. Like threads of colored silver in the hand of a weaver, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the one who has a hand full of them. They shall not be ashamed when critics confront them. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God. Do not.
0: Our second reading is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, beginning with verse 38. As Jesus taught, he said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk around in long robes, and to be greeted with respect in marketplaces, and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearance, say long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Here ends the reading. My mother used to work weekends. To add a little wonder to our quiet days together, my father and I would go for drives. We'd leave home and go east to the open space not yet filled, the place known as the Kansas part of town. Beyond the latest highway where the Great Plains remain eternal, the wind tumbles weeds into new stories, and the rain showers in sheets. I can smell the rain now and feel my eyes adjusting to the morning light. On those rides, music took the place of conversation, like a house filled with Nat King coal while unboxing holiday decor. In the comfort of my father's car, we ventured out dreaming and retained our own world. Its luster never wore off, imagining the life of the place east of east in our hometown. What is it that gives a place a sense that it has a life of its own? Is it only something we notice when we are passing through, like the redwood forest on the way to the beach, or a store about to close when the gates are halfway down, but the lights are still on? Is it our propensity for storytelling, making dolls of clouds and mountains as we play house? Is it the life of an ecosystem We sense? Is it God? Our psalm this morning is one of 15 given the superscription Psalm of Ascent. Over the years, there have been many different theories about what ascent is in reference to. Maybe it's the ascent a person makes in their life of faith as they make their way closer to God, as thought by Philo in the first century. It could be the journey up from Babylon and out of exile, as suggested in the book of Ezra. Or maybe it's the pilgrims' annual ascent into Jerusalem, bringing their offerings up the final 15 temple steps as held in early rabbinic tradition. The pilgrim's journey, of course, includes all three. The journey of the interior life of faith, the journey through communal memory, and the embodied journey made through valleys, hills, and plains. I like to imagine that as the pilgrims worked their way toward the hometown of their ancestors, our song of ascent carried them, their sense of the world, and all the paradoxes still being woven. They labored toward a temple their people built and rebuilt, and yet the glory of the temple was bigger than them. What must it have been like to be the house of God? To hold the air of all the dreaming, to settle into the quiet hours between all the building, to feel the footsteps visiting and the final candlelight extinguishing, and then to awaken to goats bleeding and grain burning and people praying as workers kept repairing, and its spirit, an intangible luster, was never worn away. Meanwhile, the laborers were coming off another harvest season, spent eating the bread of anxious toil, and were asked to bring their offerings once more. Offerings they trusted belonged to God, Offerings, they understood, were stored in the temple treasuries and given to those in need. Offerings that afforded misguided priests their long robes. This was their world. So they lifted their voices and trusted the wisdom of the song in their working and in their sleeping. God. When the temple was gone and the people wondered whether their labor had been in vain, the song carried them home again to the house of God still flourishing like threads of colored silk in the hands of a weaver. For though the stones may have crumbled and the dust scattered into other lands, the life of God kept dreaming through each child. Each one radiant and entrusted into the care of each other. The scribes and priests of Mark's story forgot this. So in need of being filled up, they forgot their worth. Luckily, in blows the tumbleweed of pilgrim travelers. A widow, with only a penny, makes her way to the treasury believing she has something to offer to God, to her community, and even to those sleeping priests wrapped in long robes. Just passing through, she awakens them to the life of a place that can't be owned, a well-being they share, a community worthy of her trust and of their honesty. We are unable to own what draws us into life, even when we participate in creating it. This is true of the great wonder of a tapestry, a story, a community a child. Still, we are gifted the labor of co-creating. And sometimes, on a quiet day, we catch a ride on a beam so radiant, we ascend into the temple of God. And just for a moment, the veil of the widow is the crown of the queen. And the sheets of heaven Water our lives with flowing streams. colorful silk threads, (laughs) co-creators of a community worthy of your radiance and deserving of your good care. And may the grace of God who created you in love, the peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love, and the power of the Spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen.